All right, everyone, welcome back. This is Ryan Selkis, and you're listening to Masari's Unqualified Opinions, where each week I interview crypto's top builders, investors, and personalities to discuss the key trends in the industry. You can discover more about Masari at masari.io. But for now, let's get right into the episode. It's going to be a good one. This podcast is presented by Blockworks Group, one of the top blockchain events and media production companies I've worked with. For exclusive content and events that could help you with insight into the crypto and blockchain space, check them out at blockworksgroup.io and you will not be disappointed. All right, everyone. I'm your host, Ryan Selkis at 2BitIdiots. We've got uh, Waves Platform's head of growth, uh, Matt Persofsky. Um, we're going to talk about the history of Waves, uh, the coming smart contract wars, how, how Max and his team uh, feel about whether this is a zero-sum game or, or how they're differentiated. And then most recently, um, want to dive into a somewhat contrarian update that you all have made uh, with respect to the, the token economics of Wave. Um, but first, why don't, we, um, why don't we dive in, Max, with just having you introduce yourself um, and, um, and, and tell us a little bit more about how we even got to this point right now, uh, where, where you're sitting here and we're having this conversation and, and maybe a little bit about the history of waves as well. Okay. Hi guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me first of all. Um, so yeah, I'm in great since 2015, uh, but before, uh, I have been involved in gaming and actually I just was, I had been like working with the company game, game site. Uh, this is kind of one of the biggest uh, Eastern European uh, game publisher, actually. And it was a quite unique company because I think like, they actually made the first $1 million on uh, in-app uh, purchase by Android. And it was absolutely interesting time, so the first time. And then we have been working very closely, like uh, working in esports uh, industry. And actually, uh, I was um, introduced in one of the biggest sporting events in um, uh, in Moscow uh, called Epicentral. And I actually, I was very surprised what's happening there. It was very nice about all that happened about esports. And uh, after that, we tried to play around with the esports and actually make some spin off of the company and make um, the company named Gosu.ai. It's kind of like Using machine learning algorithms, we actually create the platform which help users to and like play uh, help uh, hardcore player players to improve their uh, technical skills, gaming skills. And after that, actually, we decided to really uh, to to find kind of new digital try to implement new digital payments inside the inside the platform, and then trying to like, discover what we have. And then we just actually discovered like uh, Bitcoin, 2015-2016, and actually as it just blown our mind, and we decided that really we'd like to make some first implementation there. And then in 2016, actually after the token sale uh, of the waves, I uh, was introduced to the core team. It was very old, I think, just it was like maybe uh, ten people, I think. And actually, I was uh, working, used to work as operation director, and now I'm responsible for actual growth and strategy. And yeah, so the waves before quite, I mean, it was changed dramatically since the start. Uh, of course, the market changing and we just changed. And waves used to be as um, a like, platform for issue of the token. So it was like in 2016. 
and actually we uh, and everything that we committed we did and uh, actually on the like 2017 waves and being like the second largest platform of the Ethereum for issue the tokens so like maybe three percent all token but still yeah and then we just changed um and actually then we the platform the platform rolls dramatically and now the actual launch the smart contracts and actually now the way way to understand is much bigger and now the waves are just open platform of like a decentralized environment for web application, specifically working with uh, like open finance and uh, gaming. So yeah, this is kind of different. Um, so there, there's obviously a lot more to these uh, these platforms than just you know number go up, uh, right? Uh, even though that that's what most people care about when they're trading them. Um, you're the head of growth. Uh, the token price is down, you know. 70% this year, Bitcoin's kind of come back. Some of the other assets have come back. Um, how do you measure success, right? So on a day-to-day basis, when you're thinking about adoption uh, of this platform amidst a sea of alternatives, um, where are the initial applications that your team is focused on um, and, and what does success look like over the course of the next couple of quarters? Because, you know, waves, um, if you're looking at it through a critical lens, could fit into the bucket of a smart contract platform with no network effects and no real users. So like, how do you cross that chasm um, and and get the first kind of wedge into a, a sticky user base uh, given given all the alternatives? Yeah, very good question. Um, so um, actually we, as we have some legacy, actually, the platform we should be talking and uh, actually we just start and like launch the smart contracts. I can say like recently, right? So we just made one year ago and we totally like fully understand the situation here. And of course, we understand, I think there is no reason to compete with like, like guys like Ethereum or the other one because just really there is no reason. I can say, uh, you know, our main strategy was about developers. Mm-hmm. I can say that we have kind of tricked the community with the guys who are really involved in the industry. I think it's just very small percent of uh, all population, right? And the main idea us was actually we would like to cover like maybe 99% of the developers who have no idea what is in the chain, but they just really would like to play around with that. And because of that, we actually have big companies and we actually work with like universities, not specifically in the US, but mostly in Europe. Uh, and actually, this kind of uh, workshops uh, about waves and like web free uh, overall. And where we, we discuss like mostly, like mostly not blockchain guys, what is it like blockchain, how could we implement that? And this is one point. The second point that we actually will be. Uh, one part of the business for us is just enterprise, and I think here the kind of you know like uh, it's kind of two different areas. But I think like in an uh, in, in enterprise area, we have quite good success actually locally here uh, on like on like kind of for my CIS countries. And uh, yeah, from but speaking about public chain, I, I think um, the, the market is small. And I think we have a lot of potential now that actually just everyone is on board, right? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, so, are you still working with Azure and Deloitte? 
Yeah, actually, we we yeah, have a connection with Microsoft. You know, it's actually yeah, Microsoft and Amazon. Is that the public chain or is that the enterprise uh, set of solutions? No, they mostly work on enterprise. Uh, actually, we have like uh, it's like independent team who just working on enterprise, and um, it's like maybe only one up to one hundred people working full time. Uh, and yeah, so like Microsoft and the way they work with all sorts of that. So because it's like a company which is really concentrating on governments uh, and like government states, companies, like other companies, big companies. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what are some of the things that are actually getting implemented uh, at the enterprise level? Because, you know, it, it, it kind of feels fitting we're having this conversation now because the, the last time that we heard a ton of buzz about enterprise, um, blockchain initiatives and and uh, different you know companies actually leaning in. It was in the last crypto recession, uh, and and not much really came of those initial pilots. But um, what what are you seeing? And and is there anything this time around that's getting a bit more traction or 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 just even data points in general about whether and and how some of these large enterprises might be able to use. At first, the um, the permission chains, and then potentially, you know, either anchor back to or or you know start building on top of these public chains as well. Yeah, as I mentioned, actually, and like waves of enterprise, actually, they, they run by like separate teams, and actually, I don't know like too much uh, about there, but I, what I said, I can say uh, what I know that that we have. But of course, like that hype time is gone, and now, and I mean, like kind of that budget which we had, for example, two thousand sixteen, from the companies to like allocate the money to make some prototypes. Of course, just month is like less than uh, today, but still, I think it's a very good time. Uh, if we speak about uh, like um, actual use cases, the, um, we have for like ways and twice a different. Um, uh, like clients around the it's mostly state one. We actually start uh, we start in Russia, but actually uh, trying to expand this year. And in Russia, we have like, like several one of the biggest the biggest um, enterprise companies who just want to do us. Like for example, we have some like last news which like Alpha Bank is one of the biggest private bank. They would like to implement uh, waste technology the same. and so on. So, but yeah, I think like the private chain is just actually built by other teams. So, I think mean, for this conversation, we're concentrating on public chain. Um, what, one one initiative, yeah. So so let's let's go back to the public chain. So I guess we'll one with the token economics. Um, but but first, um, you did have one interesting initiative. Uh, as you think about adding support for you know ERC twenty tokens and at least making it easier for developers to to cross over and and, and build on waves, um, you you also came out with a decentralized rating system. Can you can you talk a little bit about that and um, and and how that initiative has gone? I believe it's from you know June or or so this year, um, where. Shortly after you announced ERC twenty support, you get a focus on actually identifying safe protocols and and, and tokens that had met certain minimum thresholds uh, in the eyes of I guess your team or your community. What 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 did that look like, and how has that grown over time? 
Yeah, I think it's just worth to speak a little bit about like Wags Dex. Actually, before uh, the Wags Dex was like kind of the part of the, the like of the client, but like recently we decided to distinguish like Wags Dex as a family product, and they have a separated team, they have a team. So, and because we understand like the Wags actually Wags Dex, I can say that the first uh, the first DeFi project on top of Wags it was successful. Uh, I mean, like, because it just worked, um, how it works actually just very, the concept very similar to IDX. Uh, then you have the matching mechanism is centralized, but like, like settlements actually take place on, on blockchain. And uh, before we have get gateways, uh, we have the gateways where uh, it will be like trusted one on ERC20 token, we can trade ERC20 token, we can trade. Um, B2C, Ethereum, or for example, like some even um, uh, like, uh, fiat currencies. So in actual launch in 2016, it's really three years old. And recently we just launched ERC20 tokens because it actually have the actual understand that we should like increase the liquidity and have the demand from the community. And actually the guys, uh, all the community decided that the first token of the way all of the ERC20 token Ways will be Panport, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think just this is um, we think still. I think very like decentralized exchange have very good, uh, very strong potential even today. Even even we have like kind of that big players as uh, Binance, but still I think um, if you can if we do like things right. Uh, and I think it's very good potential in that. So that's why we're trying. I mean, we just distinguish that as a separate product. I think that we'll be, we will see how it works. But yeah, got it. Um, how much uh, of a priority is the the Waves Dex? Because that's another area that is is highly competitive, and it seems as if uh, once there is a decentralized exchange that works. Um, it's winner take all because you're going to have a shared pool of liquidity, um, which is really the only way you'll you'll ever be able to compete with some of the larger centralized exchanges at scale. No. Uh, sure, of course. Uh, I think um, me personally, I think that um, of course, still now it doesn't matter. I mean, like users, they for them like kind of like big players as the Binance and like centralized exchange is still, still um, I mean, this is, they are okay with that, right? It doesn't matter like about decentralization or something doesn't, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of not so important if you speak about liquidity, I think. Uh, but I wish that um, soon we actually really get some more liquidity in the realized exchange because anyway, I think it just uh, DEX is mostly uh, it's big experiments, right? And we, I think we should at least just I mean, wait maybe one, two, three years when the actual liquidity to the decentralized exchange because it's like centralized exchange is more like, you have the liquidity, liquidity is key. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So, so Let's uh, let's wrap up with a discussion around uh, one of the most recent updates you've made. So I mentioned at the onset um, that uh, you know, like many other token projects in the ecosystem, there's been some some pretty significant selling pressure uh, on on the Waves token, and yet um, you all uh, got comfortable with 
adding perpetual inflation or at least dynamic community governed inflation uh, to the protocol. So what what was the thinking behind that change uh, in policy and, and how do you anticipate that's going to change some of the incentives going forward for the community that's actually holding these things? Yeah. Um, yeah, first of all, I think just very, it's very important to mention like the, the, the consensus we have in our system, but I think it's just very important. Mm-hmm. This is story. Uh, as actual waves use LPOS, like in a least proof of state, it comes with kind of enhanced version of proof of state. And if you speak like proof of state, that if you just, uh, if you have some, if you note, if the note have some amount of money, all of the tokens on the, uh, we have some amount of tokens, so we just have, it's like increasing just to get the new right? And in the Alcos, actually you have, uh, you can delegate all these your tokens to, to the full node, and uh, actually the big amounts of uh, and the big amount of the tokens which are leased to the full nodes, and the bigger the chance of the full nodes is being selected for the next right? And this is kind of, this, um, uh, like, least proof of stake is kind of really, I can say, and just secure in that for in several waves. But waves, first of all, it's actually, of course, like, the, the big amounts of waves are uh, in circle, uh, like, uh, on the system, kind of chain. Um, it just wants, it's like kind of more secure, and because like we're, we're like it will be more difficult to make like for the bad players to make some fifty one percent attack. And second source of that, where actually the waste token will be leased or delegated to the full nodes, and um, from there the full storage. And in this case, like the full like full node is actually which online every time it just should have. Just little amounts of tokens. In this case, it will be kind of it will become more uh, so less like less difficult. It will be, become kind of uh, more difficult to make some attacks on the on the world. And this is because like, we should like um, it's very important point why we should make some on the kind of why we we make kind of that changes on the economic model. And like speaking about the economic model, I think like there have been uh, many discussions lately in the base community about the topic of governance. Governance is specifically uh, regards to cryptocurrency and how and how and who should like make some decisions, right? Uh, on different like, aspects of, of, of network. And actually how to the economic model, how can balance, how to make it more balanced, how to make it more self-sustainable. And then we actually understood that there are a lot of views around money supply because like before the money supply and waves was fixed, so 500, 100 million tokens. And we, we understood that we actually would like to provide power to the community to decide uh, how the money supply will change in the future. And what we actually what we proposed, uh, we proposed to add um, mining to, additional mining towards in each generation blocks. And which are uh, which actually determined determined by community the design uh, of the mining rewards. And doing that, we actually introduced kind of we can say kind of decentralized uh, like kind of digitalized analog for 
for central bank monitoring for all its for monitoring all its components, right? When they can change and that interest rate. And actually, what we did, which is now that like more six waves in each generation four, uh, and and actually uh, the money actually like uh, the generation uh, the long generation they actually bought a vote uh, for who would like to change or the kind of that uh, rewards or they can stay like can live uh, on the same level and they can vote uh, for like for each 100,000 100, blocks just approximately 69 days and they can change, change it in like in, uh, in increments of 0.5 waves to time and uh, so yeah and if, for example if they have like more than 50 percent of votes uh that's actually change uh, uh that we have to change otherwise there is no change at all so yeah i think this is kind of a way the where why actually the community proposed that first of all i we personally think that that could really attract more um more Block generators to the to the ecosystem, right? To just enrich our ecosystem. And second one is really provides kind of uh, provide the as a power of making decisions to the right to the hands of the community. So yeah. Great. Well, uh, I know you, I know you have to hop on a flight soon. So uh, maybe last question: Any major milestones uh, or upcoming releases that people should know about and and uh, keep an eye out for the next couple of months before the end of the year? Uh, yeah, so uh, I think that uh, we uh, we don't have like some like the big updates like like I think uh, until this year. Uh, but what we have, we are planning to be in San Francisco blockchain week. So next next week actually, so we'll be very welcome to uh, to yeah to to meet some community there and discuss how to do that. Well, uh, anyone uh, that's going to be in San Francisco, I will not. Uh, some of the folks from the Masori team will be, and, uh, and obviously Max and some of the folks from Waves will be as well. Uh, make sure to track him down, pepper him with questions, and, uh, and until then, uh, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for the conversation. Thank you, and uh, until next time, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Peace. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. New episodes of Unqualified Opinions go live weekdays at noon Eastern Time. You can follow me in the meantime on Twitter at 2BitIdiot if you want to continue the conversation or troll me. Otherwise, I'll see you next week.